लोग बहुत खुशकिस्मत थे जो इश्क को काम समझते थे या काम से आशिकी करते थे हम जीते जी मसरूफ रहे कुछ इश्क किया कुछ काम किया हेलो दया दिस इज कबीर गांधी टुडे मॉर्निंग आई शेयर कपल ऑफ आर्टिकल्स ऑन फेसबुक रिलेटेड टू टू डिफरेंट जजेस एंड आई टाइटल माय पोस्ट If you're a judge, hashtag be Mathur, hashtag don't be Mishra. In my podcast today, I like to talk about those two articles and those two judges. Well, I have titled this uh, particular episode "The Case of Two Judges but Only One Justice," so you can get the drift. Let's first talk about Arun Mishra, who retired. from the supreme court on september 2 2020 and whose decision to hold senior advocate prashant bhushan liable for contempt of contempt of court raised a lot of controversy now some of you may know that arun mishra was elevated to the supreme court in july 2014 just over a month after narendra modi became prime minister Mishra's term was marked by consistent controversy. Allegations swirled that he was the go-to judge for sensitive political cases, even though at that time he was not one of the senior judges in the court. Many of you will also remember the unprecedented press conference in January 2018 when four sitting judges of the Supreme Court held um, wherein they had questioned the neglect of senior judges when it came to allotting sensitive cases implicit in their accusation against chief justice deepak mishra was the allotment of important cases to arun mishra as a matter of fact and uh, not many of you would know and even i personally didn't know that until i recently read about it Now the immediate provocation for that press conference was believed to be the assignment of the petitions seeking an investigation into the death of Maharashtra judge B H Loya who died in 2014 while handling the Sorabuddin fake encounter case in which Union Home Minister Amit Shah was an accused The petitions were placed before Arun Mishra but after the controversy broke out he ordered that the matter be placed before an appropriate bench the lawyer case came along with a series of politically and commercially sensitive cases too that have also over the period seen to be assigned to mishra arun mishra now in november 2013 2017 for example uh, again during the tenure of former chief justice deepak mishra petitions seeking an investigation into what was termed as the medical colleges scam led to a face off between judges that would eventually instigate the 2018 press conference there were allegations that former high court judges were trying to fix orders in the apex court with the central bureau of investigation filing a first information report deepak mishra's name featured in the allegations as he had handled several of the cases relating to licensing of medical colleges a bench led by justice chelameshwar placed the matter before a bench of five senior most judges other than arun mishra 
who later hurriedly formed a different five-judge bench. I beg your pardon. Uh, this Mishra was actually Deepak Mishra. So, because, you know, the only the Chief Justice can form a new bench. So, I'll repeat this uh, particular part. A bench led by Justice Chalameshwar placed the matter before a bench of five senior more judges other than the Chief Justice Deepak Mishra, who later hurriedly formed a different five-judge bench, reiterated the powers of the master of roaster to allocate cases and overturned the orders of Chalameshwar bench. The petitions were eventually placed before a bench with Arun Mishra, who, which was summarily dismissed. So, again, Arun Mishra dismissed the petition uh, and overruled the Chalameshwar bench. On April 20, 2019, Arun Mishra has sat on an infamous bench along with Gogoi, then Chief Justice, in what will go down in history as one of the most embarrassing moments for the Supreme Court. As you might remember, a woman employee of the court had written letters to 22 judges accusing Gogoi of sexually harassing her and then going after her family. Gogoi, on a Saturday morning, called an emergency hearing, saying that the matter was important for the independence of the judiciary. He claimed that the woman was part of a wider conspiracy to bring him down. However, the order that day following the proceedings did not carry Gogoi's name. It had only the names of other two judges, one of whom was Arun Mishra. Now, days later, Arun Mishra would head a bench that studied the allegations made by a lawyer who said he had evidence that powerful forces were trying to manipulate the court. Arun Mishra's bench ordered for the formation of a committee headed by former Supreme Court Judge A.K. Patnaik to investigate the alleged conspiracy. The committee filed its report last October, but it is yet to see the light of the day. On May 10, 2019, a resolution of the Supreme Court Collegium, consisting of the then three most senior judges, Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi, Justices S.A. Bobde, the current Chief Justice, and N.V. Ramanna, accepted a recommendation of the Collegium of Madhya Pradesh High Court to elevate Advocate Vishal Mishra to the bench. In all the High Court Collegium, in all, sorry, in all, the High Court Collegium had recommended names of five advocates for elevation. The Supreme Court Collegium cleared only two of them, Vishal Mishra and Vishal Dagar. Now, the, the elevation of Vishal Mishra raised eyebrows. Why? Because when the Madhya Pradesh High Court recommended his name, he had not even attained the age of 45, which is the minimum age for appointment as a High Court judge as per the Memorandum of Procedure for Judicial Appointments. This concern was dismissed by the Supreme Court Collegium in one sentence. As for its age factor of Sri Vishal Mishra is concerned, the Collegium is fully satisfied with the justification given by the High Court Collegium while recommending his name. So, no further explanation given. Now, no prizes for guessing that Vishal Mishra is the brother of Arun Mishra. But it wasn't just during the tenure of former Chief Justice Deepak Mishra that Arun Mishra came to handle important cases. 
actually during the tenure of former chief justice js kheher on january 11 2017 that justices arun mishra and amitabh roy of the supreme court dismissed interim application seeking an investigation into the birla sahara papers a set of documents emails spreadsheets diaries notebooks seized during raids on aditya birla group and the sahara group in 2013 now some of you may remember that birla sahara papers is is virtually the equivalent of the panama papers which led to the resignation of so many heads of states and and prominent ministers in several countries but nothing of the sort uh, happened in birla sahara papers in india now why were those diaries important because the diaries confiscated confiscated by the investigative agencies included what were considered records of payouts to higher officials and politicians including an entry of rupees 25 crore to gujarat cm now narendra modi was the chief minister of gujarat at that time but perhaps the most controversial of all cases arun mishra handled was the one pertaining to the land acquisition law in february 2018 arun mishra overturned the interpretation of section 24 of the 2013 land acquisition law relating to compensation to land owners despite the law being settled by another bench of the supreme court in 2014 days later a three judge bench led by justice madan lokur virtually stayed mishra's judgment and referred the matter to a five judge bench after a long delay that saw the matter being posted to benches of different compositions the case was placed earlier this year before a five judge bench led again by arun mishra himself despite lawyers arguing vehemently that he should recuse himself from the case he took an aggressive posture and turned down the plea the center's lawyer backed the judge arun mishra accusing some people of trying to manipulate the proceedings the bench delivered its judgment in march 2020 in an analysis by newsclick website it was found that arun mishra had handled seven different matters involving the adani group on tuesday a day before arun mishra retired he ordered discoms based in rajasthan to pay compensatory tariff to the adani group running into several thousand crores now let's talk about chief justice of allahabad high court justice govind mathur now the order passed by the allahabad high court on tuesday september 1 quashing the detention of Dr Kafil Khan under National Security Act is one among the long list of recent orders involving Chief Justice Govind Mishra upholding fundamental rights of citizens on August 19 Justice Mathur took cognizance of a letter addressed to him during drawing the attention of the court to an incident in which a student of Benares Hindu University BHU as you might know went missing on february 16 2020 after he was allegedly picked up by certain police personnel and he immediately ordered what did mr uh, just mathur do justice mathur immediately ordered registration of a habeas corpus petition based on that letter so just he gets a letter 
he converts that into a habeas corpus petition and then thereafter during the hearing of that matter on august 25 just a week less than a week later a bench headed by justice mathur took exception to the fact that uttar pradesh police had filed a rather vague affidavit instead of placing all facts on record we failed to understand why the police authorities instead of placing on record all the details relating to the facts that happened on after february 12 2020 and more specifically after the boy ran away from the police station which facts must have been recorded in the general diary have filed a rather vague affidavit the court said Then the court ordered Varanasi's senior superintendent of police SSP to file an affidavit placing all details regulating relating to the missing of the student and will now hear the case on September 3. In May the bench headed by Justice Mathur took cognizance of various issues arising due to COVID-19 and the lockdown. In one case The court passed orders to improve the unhygienic conditions at quarantine centers while in another the court batted for the welfare of migrant workers who were among the worst affected due to the covid-19 lockdown earlier in march justice mathur's bench passed a significant order directing uttar pradesh government to remove hoardings erected at public places displaying pictures and addresses of persons alleged to have taken part in protest against the CAA the citizenship amendment act the court held that such hoardings are in violation of right to privacy which is an intrinsic aspect of right to life under article 21 of the constitution the high court had in fact taken up the matter suo moto that is on its own after news reports emerged of uttar pradesh police having erected several hoardings across lucknow identifying those accused of violence during the protest that took place against the caa in december last year courts are meant to impart justice and no court can shut its eyes if a public injustice happening just before it the order passed in march 9 had said now the up government had later filed an appeal before the supreme court where it is currently pending and so those billboards those the hoardings continue to be continue to remain erected in various parts of lucknow now while with all that we know of arun mishra and justice govind mishra mathur i beg your pardon i repeat my facebook wall post if you're a judge be mathur don't be mishra now moving to a few new instances of fake news as reported on all news here on a few i'll actually take up just a few uh, instances because i did take up uh, like 10 such instances in my last episode and you will be I- i'll encourage you to go back and listen to my yesterday's podcast for those many like i said 10 instances of fake news that have been circulating in uh, social media in the last week or so So number 1 now fake twitter accounts in Dr Kafil Khan and his wife Shabista Khan's name has been gathering lot of tweets and endorsements old news found that following his arrest the follower count of two twitter handles 
at Dr. Kafil and at Dr. Kafil Khan had rapidly increased. As of this writing, they had 10,500 and 13,100 followers respectively. On checking archive links of tweets by at Dr. Kafil, we found that one from August 4, 2020, where the handle had identified itself as a parody account. After scrutinizing old tweets by this post, I found that its earlier username was at p underscore bhushan. Upon checking archive tweets of at p bhushan, Alt News could confirm the same. Um, Alt News says that you can also go and self-verify by accessing the link https twitter dot com p bhushan one status. and there's a link provided which i'll be providing in the notes of this podcast uh, moving to news number 2 journalist rana ayub was arrested sorry i beg your pardon journalist rana ayub was targeted with fake tweet in her name on pranam mukherjee's death now the alleged tweet read the man who rejected martyr afzal guru's petition has died today now Afzal Guru is at peace today. Twitter user Jyotsa Verma, who is followed by none other than Prime Minister Modi, posted a screenshot. In her tweet, Verma demanded action against the journalist while tagging Home Minister Amit Shah and Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Now, Alt News fact-checked the tweet with the original Twitter account of Rana Ayub and found the alleged tweet to be fake. Rana Ayub also tweeted about the fake screenshot. Hello at Twitter India. This Photoshop tweet is being circulated and shared by thousands on all social media, leading to targeted abuse and harassment. She wrote. Ayub also quote-tweeted Jyotsna Verma and said, "Hello at Twitter India at Instagram. This concerted attack using Photoshop tweets has begun yet again. This is not the first time, and it will not be the last." You don't know who photoshopped it, but you do know who is spreading this fake news to threaten and target me. In the past, as well as you will know, Rana Yub has been at the receiving end of misinformation on social media many times. Actually, moving to news number three, photos of two unrelated cases are going viral to manufacture a fake, or rather, false love jihad story. Twitter handle at BJP Balochistan shared three pictures on August 27, along with the claim that a Hindu girl died in a love jihad incident. Two out of three pictures are of a couple where the girl is seen to be wearing sindoor, vermilion, and dupatta headscarf in the first picture, and Muslim attire in the second picture. The third picture shows a dead woman in a suitcase, surrounded by the police. The tweet received 9600 likes and 5300 retweets. It was also quote-tweeted by Madhu Kishwar, who as you will know is infamous for sharing false claims on social media. Upon conducting a reverse image search, Alt News found that those pictures in a July 29 uh, Alt News actually found those pictures in a July 28 Facebook post which said The woman's name was Lavi Joshi, and the man is Muhammad Adil Pasha. As per this post, 
she is a resident of Dehradun, Uttarakhand. The post does not say that she was found dead. Alt News also spoke with a senior police officer posted in Dehradun, who informed that the viral social media claims are false and no such incident of a woman's death has been reported in the state. Alt News then contacted Monica Manrao, the police officer in charge of the case. She said the woman in the picture is alive and lives with her husband who is a Muslim. She chose to marry him against the wishes of her parents. After false claims went viral on social media, she visited my police station to confirm verbally and in writing that she is happily married and does not wish to be sent back to her parents. She also said that her brother circulated the pictures online with false claims following which she has received death threats. The woman has filed a police complaint against her family members, the police officer said. With this, I, Kabir Gandhi, sign off. खुशकिस्मत थे जो इश्क को काम समझते थे या काम से आशिकी करते थे हम जीते जी मसरूफ रहे कुछ इश्क किया कुछ काम किया